The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. It's just you and me again today, marketers. And for those of you who are new to the MarTech Podcast community, every once in a while I hop on the show and talk about something that we've been doing to market the MarTech Podcast. And today we're going to talk a little bit about generating reviews. One of the things that we've realized is that the most important channel for podcast growth for at least our show is the Apple iTunes Store. The vast majority of our downloads come by being visible in Apple's podcast app store. So what are some of the ways that you can optimize your visibility in Apple? Well, there's a couple different things that I think you can do. When you're talking about being in the app store, first off, you have to optimize your show's feed, make sure that your brand is something that's recognizable, that's something that it's searched for. So we show up first when somebody searches for the keyword MarTech. We're also one of the top 200 shows in marketing regularly. So when people are looking for marketing shows, maybe they're looking for that list. I think one of the biggest things that we do successfully is since we are a daily show, we produce a high volume of content. And so when someone is looking for a given topic related to marketing, maybe they're looking for podcast review optimization strategies. Well, hey, that's going to be something similar to the topic of this episode. And we will hopefully show up for the individual episode search, not necessarily just the show search. The other thing to do is try to boost yourself up in the Apple App Store rankings. And this is kind of a controversial topic. What we think really matters when you're trying to be a top podcast in Apple's App Store is, I think there's really three variables. One you can't control, which is how long your podcast has been around. I think that Apple weights podcasts that are a little older because they've shown that they're consistent and dependable, and they don't want brands that are relatively new without large audiences popping up in the App Store top 200 and then going away. Without having been a podcaster for a long time, that's not necessarily something you can control. The other things that you can control are the number of subscribers and then also how many reviews you're getting. We talk a lot about marketing the MarTech podcast content on the show, and our big strategy for the most part has been buying audio ads in remnant inventory. Today, I want to talk a little bit more about review generation. There's a couple different ways to garner reviews. 
we've tested a couple different channels, you know, honestly, even some of the like gimmicky buying review type stuff. And those were experiments, not something that we necessarily rely on. But I wanted to see what the impact was months and if not years ago of going through one of the like, you know, somebody hits you up on LinkedIn, says I can be a promoter, say yes, see what happens. And what ended up happening is they end up generating a bunch of fake reviews for you. And they're probably getting data that looks like subscribers to Apple iTunes. And then all of a sudden you end up popping up in the app store and you get real listeners. Well, we wanted to try to do that, but without actually faking it. So recently we started a review campaign and my thought was, well, how do we figure out who to ask for a review? If we're going to explicitly ask someone to do something, we should make sure it's somebody that we are providing or have provided value to. Now, I would love to ask you, our listeners, to leave us a review. And by all means, if you're listening to this podcast, go into any app store you can get a hold of, leave a five-star review, tell us what you like or don't like about the show. I actually do read those reviews. We get our feed from Chartable. And if there's any way that we can make the show better, by all means, we are 100% open to that feedback. But leaving a five-star review specifically in Apple Podcasts or iTunes is something that actually does really benefit the show. That said, we haven't actually found much success by asking our listeners for reviews. So what we started to do was think about, well, who are the other people that are involved in helping us with the show? We've got our sponsors. Eh, they're paying for the shows. I don't really want to ask them for a review. Then we have our invited guests. And the MarTech Podcast has over 900 episodes already published. We've had about 300 speakers so far in the three years that we've been doing this podcast on the show. So what I did to try to garner reviews was reach back out to some of our previous speakers. We did a one email campaign. We didn't ask for follow-ups. We just basically sent one email out. And I'll read you what that copy is, including the variables that I included. The title of the email that I sent out to our previous guests was, guess how many downloads your podcasts generated dot, dot, dot. Here's the copy of the email. Hey, first name variable. It's been a while. How's my favorite podcast guest? I hope you enjoyed being a guest on the MarTech podcast back in month variable, year variable. I'm reaching out to reconnect and to give you a quick update on how your podcast episodes have been consumed. New paragraph, bolded. Since it was published, your interview has been downloaded number of downloads times. New paragraph, my team and I are working hard to keep content like yours well circulated. And what we've realized is that the most important channel for driving organic podcast growth is to raise the profile of our podcast within Apple Podcasts rankings. New paragraph. There are two key variables that impact podcast rankings. One, driving content, followers, and subscriptions. And two, receiving podcast reviews. New paragraph. If you're willing to support my work and the MarTech community, which will in turn increase the exposure of your episodes, I'd be grateful if you would share your experience, where share experience is a link, as my guest on Apple Podcasts. If there's anything I could do to return a favor, please let me know. Thanks in advance, best dash B. That's kind of how I sign my name. P.S. Here are the instructions on how to share your experience as my guest on the MarTech podcast, where when somebody clicks that P.S. link, it brings them to a document that I created, which has a link to Apple Podcasts and screenshots of a special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex, ready to take your team from I think to I know. Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi, who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. 
Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. How to create a review either from your phone or from a desktop device. Turns out leaving a review is a relatively complicated thing to do. I really wish Apple would make it more seamless to collect feedback from the users. If you're on your phone, it tends to be a little easier if you're in the iTunes podcast app store. If you're on a desktop device, it's kind of hard to figure out where the reviews are. And you have to go leave five stars. And then you also want to leave a comment. What I want to do now that you've heard what content we sent to our email. And again, we only sent one email to the people that had been speakers on the show. We emailed 247 speakers. 229 of them were actually delivered our inbox. So over the three years of us recording podcasts, basically around 20 people have changed their email address. Of the 229 people that we delivered the email to, 76% of those people opened the email, which tells me, all right, we've got an audience that's at least receptive to reading our message. Now, here's what's interesting to me. 28% of those people, 63 people, actually clicked on something in the email that was either our call to action, hey, leave us a review, or the instructions on how to leave a review. And 20% of the people wrote back. And most of the responses that were written back were, hey, I'd love to leave a review. Maybe I'm not an iTunes user. How can I help you support the show? Hey, I left a review. Can you leave a review for my show? Or is there something else that you can help me with? a little bit of a barter in exchange for some services. Some people had also said, hey, I already left a review. Here's a screenshot of the review. Moral of the story is, you know, about a quarter of the people that we emailed responded back and we generated 20 or 30 reviews over the next couple of weeks. 20 or 30 reviews is a meaningful number of reviews when you're thinking about a podcast. Now, look, you can't always be emailing your guests. And so what we've done, realizing that this copy started to work, is that we built out a trigger in monday.com, which is our product management software, that after a guest has been on our show, 60 days after their content is published, we get a trigger in our communications board that says, it's time for you to send the email asking somebody for a review. And we're basically going to follow this same template. So moral of the story, what ended up happening when we launched our review campaign is our podcast went from its low point of 55,199 downloads in April, and we saw a spike to 72,000 downloads. So we had an increase of 17,000 downloads with basically nothing other than doing this review campaign. 
getting 30 reviews for us meant 17,000 downloads. That ends up being a pretty impactful process. And so we're building this in to our regular process basically every year. So I thought that not only that copy would be interesting for you, but also if you're a podcaster or if you're just an app, if you're running your service, the power of reviews and working with your community is something that can really not only boost your credibility when somebody is thinking about being your listeners, it also sends a very strong signal to the platforms where you're trying to optimize to grow your marketing. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. If you're interested in getting in touch, you can find a link to my LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact me on Twitter. My handle is BenJShap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. You can find my personal website. It's BenJShap.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to MarTechPod.com. On our website, we've got summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. We have a once a week newsletter and you can send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions and we'll answer them live on our show. Of course, you can reach out on social media. The show's handle is MartechPod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D. It's the same handle on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. Again, my handle everywhere is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.